Hey everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver and of course I'm here with my partner in crime and sister Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. How's it going? I'm well. Just, you know, doing the doing the thing, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> doing the day before Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, supposed to be getting ready for Thanksgiving and we're not actually doing Thanksgiving until uh, Friday, so. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. my uh, One of my kids can't come home until maybe tomorrow night or Friday morning. So, yeah. So, tomorrow I'm just going to take it easy. Nice. Nice. Yeah, well, it should be that way anyway on Thanksgiving, I think. Well, yeah, for sure. It turns into such a marathon. I did finally mm. realize today I hadn't taken my turkey out of the freezer, so. I did yeah. that, but I was just going to, I'll just cook it from frozen, you know, yeah. I'm going to have to. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't have much choice now. Yeah. Unless you want to, you know, like warm up your bathtub. I don't know. No, don't do that. That's uh, gross. <laughs> yeah. I hate defrosting the turkey. And so that's the thing. I took it out of the freezer, but it's out back sitting on the, uh, on my back patio, sitting on the freezer and, oh, it is cold here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's much better. Yeah, you guys got a lot more than we did. Mm -hmm. we yeah, we got a little, afternoon. We had a pretty good little storm, but nothing like you did. We got quite a bit. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. It's, I mean, snow is coming, and it's going to be here to stay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just it. Well, and it's like the big, thick, fat, uh, wet. Yeah, like, like all my trees. Christmas snow, heavy, like snow. Yeah. 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 Jennifer says she's making stuffing yeah. and pies. Ooh, nice, Jennifer. Jennifer. You are ambitious. Yeah. I bought a couple of pie crusts thinking that I might mm. make a pie or two. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so we are going to do uh, updates. We have two solved cases to share with you guys tonight. Yes, we do. Uh, just so that you guys know what our plans are. And then tomorrow night, we're going to do empath boot camp. So we know it's Thanksgiving night. We know some of you probably won't be here. And we know that some of you probably will. Because we know that some of you guys are spending Thanksgiving alone. Yeah. And that maybe, uh, you know, having something to come and do with us and look forward to might be a nice thing. So tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Mountain, we'll be back. Yes, we meantime, sure will. Which I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be really fun. Um, You know, I'm okay. I'm riding the coronavirus wave. It, it took... Uh, a little turn today, um, right up my nostrils. And so I've got pretty major sinus infection going on. So I like have my finger on the mute button because I have sneezed about a thousand times today. And so I'm like, Oh, great. Not just do we have a show, but it's live. So I'm going to try real hard not to sneeze in your ears and you know, <laughs> I'm doing okay. I, I did some Thanksgiving cooking today. I made a cranberry cheesecake bar thing that's keto and a and a crustless cranberry or crustless pea no pumpkin oh my goodness covid brain uh pumpkin pie thing that turned out really good oh and i made my homemade cranberry sauce also and we awesome. put our turkey which is just a breast in the in the fridge to defrost so you know getting ready hanging in there that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, I love how everything was a thing. Yeah. She's volleying and a. Yeah, it was kind of a 
yeah, I'm sorry. I, if you have not, if, for those of you who have had coronavirus, I'm sure that you can agree with me on this, but it does something to your brain and you cannot friggin' think. I can't remember anything. I burned my lunch because I forgot I was cooking it. Like my, yeah, my brain oh, is yeah. struggling. So anyway, sorry if I call <laughs> everything a thing because I can't remember what's called, but that's why. Call it a thing. Call it whatever. It's a thing. Want. It's that one thing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, that's all good. Did you, so did you make mom's cranberries? Uh, yeah, modified, um, COVID, not COVID, <laughs> modified <laughs> keto version. Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm going to do that too. I, I'm going to, I'm going to put a whole orange in it like she did and a whole bag of cranberries, but then she would put like maybe four cups of sugar. And yeah, you can have yeah. monk fruit. Yeah, that's what I did. That is it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I did was monk fruit, and I did orange extract instead of the orange because I don't even. Well, that's a good I idea. I'm, an orange. I'm not able I to eat them. As one as well. orange. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did for this specifically. It's but... a good idea. I love them. But the orange extract actually did a really nice job. It's really good. Okay. Oh, good. That's awesome. I'm kind of torn between doing something like that. It's just so much sugar. I don't even have any sugar in my house. And so no. there's no option there. I mean, some things like we're going to eat starchy foods, like mashed potatoes and some things like that. And rolls. We are and too, but not going sugar. Off the rails there, but yeah, not sugar. That's my body's not having it. It's been yeah. so long since I've really had sugar. I don't even know what might happen to me if I ate sugar. <laughs> might be well, scary. I don't know. When you're sick and recovering, your body doesn't need any extra bullshit right now <laughs> right it's not going to cure corona that's for sure so yeah yeah well when i bought the cranberry stuff i thought hmm i don't even own a bag of sugar so how do i do this and then i went nah i think i can do it with monk fruit and it'll be fine so oh you can I'm i mean you know it worked out go to the pinterest there's people who've already done it of course and it works great of course there are pinterest is a wonder of keto isn't it oh my gosh saves my butt every day yeah I'm so we like, do someone else has figured this out. Yeah. We do yeah. a cookie day every December where we get together on a Saturday and everybody brings ingredients and things to make two or three or four different things and we make them all. And then we have plenty of treats to take home and to share and you know, that's all the cookie stuff you need. Yeah. And since we all went keto the last couple of years, we've done it sugar free. And wow, Pinterest has saved our lives. We've oh tried things that work really well. We've tried things that I wouldn't do again, but man, we found some great ideas. Really, really good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Which helps because um, eating keto is so stinking expensive. Uh -huh. And like keto chocolate, oh my God, like $7 for a nine ounce bag of chocolate chips. So yeah. you, you don't, don't want to screw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't. It's a sad moment when you screw something like that up. It is. It's a bit of a heartbreaker. Yeah, it is. I'm going to make Raffaello truffles. Oh, dude. Because if I had a Raffaello, oh my God. So good. And I, I saw that recipe, so I can't wait. Mm -hmm. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I was going to buy the stuff this weekend and practice it. And I went, you know, no, <laughs> there's so much else going on around here. I'm just not going to get to right. it. Right. But I had a couple of show and tells to share. Oh, We've let's see. Working. Our biggest show and tell is our website. If you yes, guys haven't it is. seen it yet, Christy uh, put in a ton of work on a new website. Uh, well, not even new. Oh, website for us. Yeah. And it is. Our very first one. Yeah. Right. First one and only. 
It's yeah. out. It is called True Crime Paranormal Podcast.com. Yep. And it's so cool because you can see everything that we do on it. It's fun. It's user friendly. There is a spot there for you to uh, give us case suggestions. And we're going to ask you to only give us case suggestions that way so we can keep them all in one place and be a little more organized with all that info coming in. We get a ton of them. We and do. And they're coming in on, you know, every direction. comments yeah. and social media and mm -hmm. we, we lose them sometimes. So if we yeah. haven't covered a case you've asked for, remember to ask for, remember to ask us for unsolved cases. Cause that's what we do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yep. You will see our Patreon there, our merch store there on Etsy. You'll see everything we do there, how to get a reading from either one of us, yep. all of it. So it's awesome. I have a couple of things that I've been working on that are in our Etsy in our merch store, not fun. necessarily true crime paranormal, but this still, still fun stuff. So I made these pendulums. I am so in love with this. It's a key. Yeah. See it very well. It's a key. It's burnished. And it's a key with a floating key. I'll try and get it closer to the camera. Maybe you guys. Oh, wow. That's pretty. Yeah. It's a key with a floating key in the top of it. And then a bunch of little uh, yellow crystals. And they are gorgeous. Anyway, I made them today. Oh, my daughter was eating her heart out. She's like, you are not even selling that, right? Because I want it. I made two. But. Yes, I'm selling them both. But anyway, so those are in our store. But also, oh, I've been yeah. working on, I made these a while back, well, for the Witches' Fair, and sold out of them. So I made a new batch and put them in Etsy. But they are bath spell, bath spells. Yeah, so, they're so cute. They're so cute. So, and they're a blend of different salts and different herbs for, you know, whatever you're working on. So there is a protection blend, there is an abundance blend, there's one for finding love, and there's one for self-love. Nice. So all of the herbs are, are, that are in these have been selected by me for their plant magic properties. And so you put a whole shot of one of these, you put a whole one in the bathtub and soak with it for the properties of those plants, for the plant magic. And then, of course, the uh, salt adds the crystal magic, and there you go. Right. Those so, are really fun. Aren't they fun? I think these are going to be the funnest, like stocking stuffers. And yeah, really nice. You know, just little gifts and Good stuff. stuff. Anyway, so you can find those on our Etsy store too. And if you don't know, our Etsy store is Joyful Goddess Designs on Etsy. Yeah. Easy enough to find. So For yeah. sure. Well, and actually you can find it very easily by going to our website and clicking on yes. merch because it takes you right there. Mm -hmm. Um. Elaine wanted to know if we've ever done the Chandra Levy case, which we have not. So mm. if you want to suggest it, Elaine, feel free to go to our website and do that. Yeah, do. I'm loving we're going to have them all in the same place because I'm always digging through comments and stuff like, okay, I know I saw somebody suggested something I wanted to look at. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I know. Me too. I love it. Very good. Okay. Well, we do have a couple of... Uh... Oh, so I got... I got sidetracked by Cranky. She said, no turkey oh. for us tomorrow, just chicken. I would do that in a heartbeat. Oh, in yeah. a heartbeat. Kids in this house that want a turkey, but we're doing a little ham too. I don't know about you guys. You guys are, I know, because Rhonda lives for ham. But Oh, yes. Well, Mike <laughs> does not like turkey. He only likes ham. So we're doing both. Yeah. Also, with all of us down right now, I'm like, hey, let's just cook a bunch of stuff all at once. And then that'll just take care of us all weekend. So 
That's what I said too. We'll see how well that works out, but yeah, well, you've got extra kids coming home. So yeah, see. but you know, it is what it is. I'm glad mm-hmm. everyone's coming home. So yeah, it's going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Well, I wanted to share a couple of cases with you guys, a couple of solved cases. Yeah. Yay. Um, we love solved cases. Yes. Because these are old, went cold, then got solved kind of cases, our favorite. Well, you guys, if you are in our Patreon, oh no, this wasn't a Patreon. It was was our case on Monday, Uh, the Blount family or Blount family bombing. We talked about a guy who was uh, charged and then acquitted for, you know, a crime he did not commit. Yeah. And this is a little similar. So in... 1990, a woman named Sharon Gill was stabbed to death in her home, and they didn't have a whole lot of leads. They finally started investigating a gentleman, and actually, uh, his name was Sean Malski. He actually Mm -hmm. bragged about the murder. He told people he did it. He talked it up and bragged about it, and he was indicted for first-degree premeditated homicide in 1993. Mm -hmm. And two years later, the charges were dropped because there was absolutely no evidence that linked him to this case except for his word, and it seemed a little suspicious. And so after that, the trail went cold, which really sucks because they spent all of their time and energy on this idiot who didn't do it. You know, ooh, those false confessioners. And I know, it's all a big attention thing i get it i I get it i don't Mm -hmm. i mean i don't understand it but i you know i i I know they have reasonings or they think they do but oh it's such a waste of resources and time when you know the person who did commit the crime is currently just scot-free it's terrible yeah yeah it's awful well in the meantime an 86 year old woman was stabbed to death in her home And there was DNA evidence that they found that they tracked back to a guy by the last name of Davis, who, let's see, Roland Davis. And they convicted him of that crime. And he's actually on death row for killing that old lady. Well, there was also DNA evidence at the Sharon Gill murder that had never been, uh, you know, linked or processed back to anywhere. Well, this week they discovered that uh, Roland Davis is the suspected killer. He's now been charged with her death as well. And it's a very Mm -hmm. similar MO. Uh, Mm -hmm. In their home, stabbed many times. This poor Sharon Stabbed to death in her home with multiple stab wounds. Her child came home from school and discovered her mother like this. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Horrifying. Anyway, he apparently was in Florida working uh, around that same time. And Mm. the DNA evidence, of course, that they had collected at the scene and had never been able to uh, fully process. But now, of course, with the advanced technology we have, they have. And he's been indicted for it. So um, lots of... uh, you know, good news for her family to get some closure there for sure. Mm, for uh, sure. As for motive, the sheriff's office said they believe that he is just a psychopath. I read that and I thought, oh, that's such a horror. Just as he's, he's just a psychopath. Psychopath. It's not that big of a deal. It's just oh. what he does. Yeah. Right. 
the Lord. Uh, and they also really are starting to think that he is responsible for many more deaths that they haven't linked him to yet. So right. it's time to be firing up that DNA machine because, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and he's on death row, but honestly, I hope that they stay that, save that off for a while so that they can get him indicted on as many charges as possible to the so. for the family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to give the families some some closure and at least know what happened and at least know that he's, you know, locked up and never getting out and isn't hurting yeah. anybody else anymore. And yeah, th those things matter. Yeah. They matter a lot. You know, a, an yeah. unexplained death can really linger over a family for oh, a long time. Absolutely. And not just for families, but also, well, for families, but also because then suspicion flows. You yeah. know, people start thinking, you know, suspecting each other. It tears families apart. It, yeah. There's just so many, yeah, terrible things that go along well, with it. Well, in communities, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, the guilt factor is so horrific for families and for friends. And so, yeah, and for whole communities, of course. Yeah. You know, and in this case, our just a psychopath, you know, has possibly killed many people and gotten yeah. away with it. So, yeah. Anyway, we're glad that he's already behind bars, but we're really hoping that he gets uh, all of the charges he deserves that for any of these uh, unsolved murders in the South that he may have committed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. It, it's always nice when there's, you know, potential for more resolution. That just okay. is, that's one of the best things that can happen. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah, Absolutely. And then our other case tonight, this one is so Man, wild. This is this in Alabama. Bonkers. Yeah, it is. And there was a man named, named computer updating. Hold on, updating. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, internet, keep up. <laughs> there was a man named Christopher Alvin Daly who was shot and killed when he was 26 years old in 1995. And it yeah. has been a cold case, well, basically since 1995. There really yeah. weren't ever any leads. He was shot in the head. His body was discovered by a boy and girl, a teenage boy and girl. wonder what they were doing. Um, <laughs> 75 know. feet from a major logging road. Yeah. Yeah. And later, this made me laugh only because the, his 1983 Toyota Tercel was later found submerged in the Tennessee River. Pretty sure we were rolling in about the same year as herself when we were kids. Oh, yeah. It was a really, really shitty car. <laughs> Our parents bought this gold Toyota Tercel. It was the most ugly and embarrassing car. We were so well, and it was the station to have to ride around in it. <laughs> yeah. And it was the station wagon model, which made it way yeah. cuter. Trust me. Mm. It was terrible. We hated it. Well, and, and wasn't, was it the car that couldn't get up the hill to our school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we would. Our mom would try to drive us up the hill to our elementary school, and it would <laughs> slide back down the hill. And a lot of times, <laughs> we would have to get out and just walk the rest of the way up the hill because she mm -hmm. couldn't get up the hill. And yeah, it was a great car. Yeah. There, there'd be no getting to school today. Yeah. No. <laughs> so he, I'm having a ton of trouble with my computer. It's so stupid. Okay, yeah. here we go. Well, anyway, so. That happened way back when, right? And there was yeah. literally no leads. I mean, that happened in 95. There had been really nothing on that case. So earlier this week, the uh, 
phone rings at the police department. And Detective Sean Modukom, Mukadam, we'll say that, Mukadam. Sounds uh, either like a, a name or a coffee drink. Cool. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yes. <laughs> He's a violent crimes investigator. He answered the phone and a man said his name is Johnny White, Johnny Dwight Whited. Mm -hmm. Who names their kid that? Johnny Dwight Whited. Um, I, I don't know, but don't try to say that three times fast. I don't know why you do that to your kids. He said he wanted to confess to a murder he committed long ago. He didn't know the date or the year. He had no idea when it happened, but he knew about where it happened. And they had a hard time figuring out what he was talking about. This was in uh, Decatur, Alabama. And anyway, they finally went clear back to the 80s and used a description of the area this guy i mean again this was like way off the beaten path you know anyway they find killing someone and then not having enough memory of it to be able to tell the police you did it yeah well i'll tell you why here in a minute but yeah i think he, i know but i'll wait yeah he uh yeah he they finally track it back to the daily killing in 1995 and he actually takes, they take him to the scene and he says, yes, this is where it was at. He reenacts the crime for them. <laughs> uh, tells them all about it. He says they did, hadn't known each other before and didn't really give much of a motive, but says that he shot him in the head there and then drug him off the road and that this is where it happened. And he tells the police that he's terminally ill. And he says that he's remorseful and he just wants to get it off of his chest and needs to be done with this. Yeah. So they charge him with murder. He doesn't even mention to them that he is up on methamphetamine charges right now. Yeah. So they didn't even know that, but he he has those <laughs> going for him too. So our, might have you know. something to do with why he can't remember who he murdered, but that he did murder someone. Well, what Sometime. they discovered that he was actually arrested uh, less than three weeks after that body was found on a heroin or a crack cocaine charge. Oh, yeah. So he's got a long history of drugs and issues. And I don't know that that killing was about drugs, but it, but, you know. But I have was, questions. I mean, is this the only one? I mean, I mean he does he make you wonder? To this one? I, if, yeah. I would think that if he's going to get anything else off of his chest, he's in the, you know. He's doing it. Right. You know, so I, I'm kind of thinking, yeah, you know. Maybe it is. Yeah. So maybe it weird, is. though. Just couldn't carry it around with him anymore, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And apparently is terminally ill and obviously is going to prison, you know, on everything, all of the charges he has now. I'm kind of thinking not for long judging by the picture of him. He does yeah. not look like a well person. So he looks really rough. Yeah. Yep. Well, he's only 53, but you'd think he was a lot older. He looks so much older. He's in terrible shape. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. So some closure there for the Daly family because they have never had any, they not even a suspect. And, you know, mm. of course, no idea of who or why this would have happened. There's still not a very good why, unfortunately, but at least they know who and that they're going to yeah. get a little of that. He told the police that he 
uh, he credited the previous detectives who had worked on this case. He said, I turned the page and closed the book on the story that they started. Wow. Yep. Which makes you think that he's been following this case. Yeah, it does. You know, that makes me think he's been following this case all along and, you know, keeping an eye on it, which is pretty wild. But, uh, you yeah. know, maybe there's was- way more to this story than we know yet. Really interesting. I think so, too. I think so, too. The detective said that when he went on site with them and was showing them reenacting the crime, that he got very embarrassed about certain things. Oh, really? Which also made me wonder, could this have been a meetup or a hookup? Mm, mm, you know? That's a thought. Maybe. Uh, that was my first thought is, oh, this was a hookup. What was the murderer's name again? In the second case, Ember, I think that's what you're asking. It is, uh, oh, for the love, seriously. It's Whited. The last name is Whited. Oh, that's right. It's something. Dwight mm-hmm. Whited. Yeah. <laughs> Let me find it. Sorry. Uh, I just write this down and not rely on the internet anymore because the internet sucks. <laughs> Well, it doesn't totally suck. I mean, it's got us connected here. Johnny Dwight Whited. W-I-T-E-D. Yep. Yeah. Johnny Dwight Whited. Yep. Yep. That is quite the case. That's pretty wild. But uh, again, you know, that's a pretty easy one there for the uh, the police department there to uh, put a nail in. It didn't seem like they were doing much of it on their own. I mean, that's just wild. No. It, what I had read is that they've revisited it a few times, but just truly had no evidence, nothing to go on. Hmm. So unfortunate, but at least for the family, they have some closure now and they know he's going to go away mm-hmm. for it. I mean, yeah. along with other things, obviously. He's going away and he's going away. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds you like know. it. 30 years, more than 30 years of drug abuse, it looks like, as well as carrying this crime around on his shoulders. He looks rough. He seriously looks like he's in his 80s. He does. And and he's in his 50s. It's not pretty. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, he looks looks to be in bad shape. Yeah. Oh, Donnie Dwight. Yeah, right. Not Johnny. Donnie. Donnie Donnie. Dwight. Oh, it is Johnny? Mm -hmm. Oh, you said Donnie the first time. Did I really? No, Johnny. God, I don't know. What's going on? (laughs) It is Johnny Dwight. <laughs> Where am I? What's my name? <laughs> uh, Bianca says the Atlanta child murders would be interesting since a lot of people don't believe the man convicted was the real perp. Huh? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Go over to our yeah. website. Send it to us. We'll take a look. Yeah, definitely. And that that happens, as we all know. Yep. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's two more solved. And one of them, of course, was yet again, DNA for the win. DNA for the win, man. And the other one, you know, okay. I- I'm going to play devil's advocate for just a minute on mm-hmm. our Johnny, right? Okay. He confessed. At least he confessed. I mean, right. it's none of this is good, but at least he confessed. And at some point, you know, in some ways that gives the family of the victim some closure. Right. You know, at least 25 years later, but at least it's something. Yeah. Yeah. Versus this other jackass that's, you know, just been charged and is sitting on death row. He knows that he's killed other people and he's not talking. And he's not talking. He does not care at all. 
Yeah. Anyway, at least there is a little bit of empathy, you know, in Mm -hmm. the case of John. Well, you'd think that he at least, you know, this, this, he's carried this a long time and it still eats at him or he wouldn't say anything. Well, sure. Yeah. At least, you know, he's not just a psychopath like the other dude. Yeah. Just sitting on death row and knows that he killed other people and he's not going to offer that closure. That just yeah. sucks. Yeah, it does. Not that it's really surprising that. at all. You know, I'm not no. not asking for a you know a big shocker here, but seriously. No, but yeah, when you you know yeah. when someone's you know in prison for life, give the rest of it up. At least give some people some closure, you know, and some do and and a lot don't. Yeah. No. Nope. I know there's a lot of work done behind the scenes to try to make sure that happens. Mm-hmm. At least get, you know, some, some closure for people, but it's a, it's a hard one because, you know, when you're talking about people that have no conscience, that have yeah. no remorse, they don't care. Yeah. This whole conversation has given me an idea for a show. Mm. We're going to, okay. we're going to do a thing, not today okay. or tomorrow, but this has given me an idea. Cool. I like it. So yeah. How's that for some vague booking for you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. You know? I mean, we're we're only up to like seventy five or seventy six shows now, so you know, I'm sure we can do something else. Isn't that wild? Can you do a show and tell about the interesting pictures behind you, Christy, and the stuff behind you, Katie? Yeah, we could. Oh, sure. Yeah, we could. I know. We both metaphysical have, stuff. We both have offices packed with metaphysical stuff. You guys have to remember, or maybe <laughs> oh you my know, goodness, we owned a metaphysical store for ten years. Yeah, and have been, you know working in this industry and, you know, involved in new agey stuff for a very long time. And so, yeah, we both have a lot of stuff. A couple of weekends, mm-hmm. one of our kids, uh, friends came home with them from, from Boise and it really made me laugh. One of them asked, can I, can I go in your office? And I said, sure. And I heard her come in here and go, wow. And so the other kids are going and going, but anyway, this is the funnest room in the house. She's like, I can yeah. be for hours. I'm like, well, you're welcome to, you know, but that's my funny. son is, uh, he's home, but he's finishing his semester. And last night he had to record himself doing a, like a report or something. And so I said, you know, do you want to use my office so that you have, you know, access to my sound equipment and my cameras and stuff? Yeah. And I said, maybe uh, that plaque behind me that says psychic, maybe flip that over. And he's like, oh, hell no, that stays. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> He's like, it all stays. He's like, my teacher is going to wonder where in the world I am. Yeah, right? Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, that's funny. I love it. See, there now we have an idea for a second show. Look at us. We're full yeah. of great yeah, ideas awesome. tonight. I yeah. know. And then there are people yeah. out visiting our website. They're adding more case ideas to us right now in this moment. It's so awesome. I know. That's really fun. Yeah. So many good things. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we have tonight. But, yep. of course, we want to remind you guys that we are going to be back here tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Uh, for the Psychic Hour. And we're doing Empath Boot Camp. If you don't know if you're an empath, empaths are people who feel what other people feel. Yeah. Empaths are the ones who have been told they're too sensitive. Empaths mm-hmm. are the ones who walk out of chaotic places with a headache or a stomachache. Mm-hmm. And cry when ones, everyone else cries. <laughs> yes. Empaths are the doormats of the world who... We'll let other people get away with some pretty outrageous bullshit rather than stand up to them because they can't stand making somebody feel bad. Yeah. And lots of other things. But uh, if you find yourself in any of that or your kids or 
you know, people you know, come to the psychic hour tomorrow night. We know it's Thanksgiving. And if you can't be there live, we absolutely understand it. But, and so of course it'll all be recorded like it always is. And you may yeah. watch it or listen to it later. But, you know, we also know that tomorrow could be a lonely day for people. It could be kind of a shitty day for people. Um, mm-hmm. us coming, that, that's our contribution. We want to be live and spend some time with you guys if, uh, if you're looking for that. Well, and depending on where you are, it might just be Thursday. <laughs> oh, that's true. It may not be Thanksgiving at all. Yeah. Lots of you yeah. listen to us from outside the U.S. that are like, it's just Thursday. It's, just Thursday. <laughs> it's not that interesting of a day. Yeah. <laughs> well, or maybe it's Friday, wherever you live. But Yes, you're Friday. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the best. We are a global family. We can't forget that. Yes, yeah, that is true. For sure. All righty, you guys. Well, that's what we've got for tonight. But again, we'll be back tomorrow night. And of course, mm-hmm. we want to thank you so much for being here. This is True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.